Behind the bells and whistles of most success stories are private, transformational moments that ultimately changed the course of our lives. You Did That celebrates the black sheep who are often the first or only ones in their community to find success on their own terms in leadership, relationships, and life. Most of our guests have two things in common. They have achieved something pretty cool, and they often have done it without a role model or template to follow. These success stories are both singular and universal, and we hope that they inspire you to do your thing too. All right, so my first guest is myself. I am Sarah Stanizai. I'm a therapist and business coach, a speaker, facilitator, Um, My work focuses on the Afghan diaspora and particularly the queer and trans communities. Um, More broadly, I love working with children of displaced people across the board. Um, People who really feel like they have imposter syndrome. And I love reminding people that imposter syndrome is actually not a syndrome. It's a reasonable reaction to a world created without you in mind. We're not supposed to fit in. So we're not imposters, they are. But I named my podcast, You Did That, because I want to celebrate people doing things. And what I want to celebrate today is that I started my own business back in 2018. um, And specifically that it has allowed me to really return to my own community in such a beautiful and just amazing way. Um, And I think the turning point, so I consider the starting of my business, technically I consider it January 8th, 2018. And I chose that because that is the day that I got prospect therapy's tax ID number. And I was like, it's official. So it's no longer me working for someone else. I have my own company to work for. Um, And I knew very early on who I wanted to work with. And I remember in one of my classes in graduate school, one of our professors said, you know, what is your niche? Who are you going to focus on? And we as students had never been asked that. And every therapist is just like, I don't know. I just want to help people. Um, But he really challenged us to keep getting more and more specific, which we really struggled with. But I remember writing down, I want to work with people whose parents came here from another country and the people I work with are gay and they're trying to figure out how to tell their parents. And I basically described myself, except I didn't even know that I was bisexual at the time. And everybody just looked at me like, oh, okay, so we're just working on ourselves then. And I was like, no, that's not me. What are you talking about? But it was so specific. Like, I I still remember everybody just got silent and they were like, oh, damn. Okay, so I understand the assignment now. Um, But I really feel I didn't I had forgotten about that. And then, you know, years later, that was 10 years before I started my practice. Um, almost 10 years. And I remember that when prospect therapy was up and running, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally helping that exact person. And I didn't even consciously remember that, but you know, the things that are important to you stay with you. And when I remembered that, I was like, oh my gosh, I did that. 
And I realized that this was really a viable thing um, when I, I still remember my first client and that person called me and we booked our appointment and they were, I was exactly what they were looking for and they were who I had called in and I was like, wow, this is a real thing. Um, and then, you know, things get really, really complicated and all the other things that go into running a business. But that really made me realize that like, oh, I'm doing this. I think when I started people, um, what did people think of me when I started? I think people didn't really think of it. I, I got some support, you know, my close friends and people on social media who I actually knew in real life um, were really supportive. And there was that initial rush of people, all my friends asking if I could be their therapist. And I was like, no, that's not how it works. But thank you. Love you. Tell your friends. Um, but aside from that, um, I think people really didn't understand what I was doing. People would say like, oh, you're a therapist. Who, who do you work for? And I would say, oh, I I'm, have my own practice. And they're like, wow, good for you. Not really listening or knowing what all that entails. They just think you put a website up and your phone starts ringing. Not the case. Um, but I think those same people, how they see me now, I really, those people are really close to my heart because they saw me from the very beginning with my, you know, $5 logo I got off the internet. Those people saw me doing all of my networking events and my workshops and my free sessions and, and all the things that it takes to build a business. And all those people really contributed. And so I think those same people now, I hope they feel like they were part of this journey and that they helped me build this, even if they never you know, booked an appointment with me. So much more goes into entrepreneurship. And I think um, I would probably say those people are probably proud of me now. Oh my God, that sounds weird. But I think that's the case. My favorite thing that I've learned about myself as a result of this process is that I can do difficult things. I can play the long game. I have often felt very impatient and impulsive and I lose interest in things and if it gets hard I just kind of put it down and I'm like I don't like this anymore and this work has been so important to me and it's something that I have literally created out of my own blood sweat and tears and late nights and problem solving and paying lots of people to like help me and coach me through this and you know, every time I had a new idea, I just kept plugging away at it. And I think my favorite thing that I've learned about myself as a result of this is that I actually don't give up that easily and that I work really hard. And, okay, so three things. And I really love the type of leader that I have become. I've worked really hard on that aspect because, you know, when you're a shy, quiet, really tall kid, you don't really feel like you can be a leader. You don't feel like you'll be taken seriously, that it's really a privilege to have people put their trust in you. I think that's also what has surprised me the most. Um, I think the other thing, what has surprised me the most about this? 
Oh my gosh. I wrote these questions and now I'm acting like, I don't know what they say. Um, I think what has surprised me the most, honestly, is how much my specific personality, my own brand of weirdness has been like helped. That's what's helped me be successful. I used to think that you had to blend in and you had to be corporate and you had to wear a really nice suit and you had to look and dress and speak and act a certain way. And there were only certain limits of parameters that you could work within. And I find that I'm most successful when I do things the way that only I can do them. Um, And that has been really pleasantly surprising. What would my younger self think if they saw me now? I think that she would think that I was the coolest person ever. And she would really like my hair. She would be glad that I like the same music for the last 25 years. Um, And she would be really excited and she would have no idea how we ended up here. And she would be like, wow, you didn't become like an elementary school teacher, which by the way, I'd be terrible at that. Um, I think she would be really surprised at the turn my life has taken. She would have never thought in a million years that I would be my own boss, let alone the boss of other people. And she would see that I'm still helping people because that's something I've always wanted to do, that I've always been a problem solver. And in my own way, I guess I am teaching certain things too, but really that I'm, you know, cheerleading other people into their own greatness. And she would think that's pretty cool. Wow, I'm such a fun podcast guest of myself. Um, Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, you know where to reach me. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for our next episode with a guest who is even cooler than I am. Thanks for listening to this episode of You Did That. My name is Sarah Stanizai. More about all our amazing guests and the You Did That community by going to my website at www.sarahstanizai.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review. And thank you to the woman-owned business All Out Virtual for producing this episode.